Monsters are thought to be vile creatures who come out at night, preying on the unlucky few who cross their paths. They cause destruction and ingrained fear in those they hunt. Often, the stories of these monsters are told to teach a moral lesson and enforce a cultural belief. Vampires, werewolves, ogres, and minotaurs are all stuff of legends, but the real monsters are much more terrifying. History has shown the real monsters can be our seemingly banal neighbors, unassuming craftsmen, and friendly shop owners, and they don't always wait for the night. They often hide in plain sight. Welcome to Myth, Mysteries, and Monsters. The world is full of myths, passed down from generation to generation. Mysteries haunt us. Monsters hunt us. Today we're looking at a serial killer from early 20th century Hungary, whose friendly demeanor and misfortune earned him sympathy from his neighbors, until they discovered his true, gruesome nature. Today we're looking at Bella Kiss, also known as the Monster of Zinkota. Part 1. Till Death Do They Part In the early 1900s, the reportedly handsome, blue-eyed, blonde-haired Bella Kiss and his wife, Marie, moved into a new home in the small town of Zinkota, Hungary, several miles outside of Budapest. To their surrounding neighbors, the couple were a welcomed addition to the town. Bella, in particular, was thought to be rather charming and intelligent. Although he was a tinsmith by trade, he was well-versed in literature, art, history, and had an interest in astrology. Unbeknownst to his neighbors, he also had a secret interest in the occult and other gruesome practices. All seemed peaceful with the couple until February of 1912, when Bella discovered his wife was cheating on him with a man by the name of Paul Bakari. Unfortunately, in small towns, gossip travels quickly, and many neighbors took pity on Bella, expressing even more sympathy when Marie left town with her lover later in the year. But instead of sulking, Bella hired the elderly Mrs. Jakobek as a housekeeper, took out ads in the Budapest newspaper in an effort to meet women, and threw parties in the local hotel. It was during these parties, Bella would warn the residents of a possible gasoline shortage due to the impending war. He recommended they start stockpiling gasoline in large metal drums as he had begun doing so outside of his home. Over the course of the next two years, the newly eligible bachelor, Bella, would be seen with multiple women entering his home. The women were usually from a higher class and wealth and reportedly didn't have many relatives or in some cases, no relatives in the area. His neighbors and his housekeeper would think nothing of Bella's frequent guests. Many assumed he was embracing his single status and attempting to move on from Marie. Meanwhile, in nearby Budapest, several women had been reported missing. Police didn't have much to go on, except the women were last known to have been corresponding and planning to meet with a man by the name of Hoffman, who couldn't be found. With the Great War looming, and no other leads, the police had no other choice but to put the investigation on hold. In November of 1914, Bella's fun was put to an end, when the war he had warned the rest of town about came to fruition and he himself was drafted into military service, leaving the home in the care of Mrs. Jakobek. It wasn't long after, several rumors reached the town of Sinkota, telling of Bella's death while on the front lines. Other rumors said he was a prisoner of war, but the name Bella Kiss at the time was common, and nothing could be confirmed. In June of 1916, soldiers arrived in Sinkota looking for possible storages of gasoline to help with the war effort. The constable remembered Bella telling him of his supply, and brought the soldiers to his home. Although Mrs. Jakobek at first refused to let the men in, as she was put in charge of protecting Bella's belongings, she eventually relented, 
and brought the men to the cellar where Bella kept seven large metal drums. In order to ensure the contents were gasoline, the constable took a large metal spike and poked a hole in one of the drum lids. Instead of gasoline, a strong putrid smell escaped the drum, nauseating the men. A smell they recognized as death. The constable immediately called Detective Nagi, the detective chief of the Budapest police, to investigate. He arrived with two other detectives, and with cloths wrapped around their noses and mouths, they pried the metal drum open. Inside, the gruesome sight of a partially rotted woman with long black hair stared back at them. The drum also contained the rope used to strangle her and enough alcohol to preserve only some of the body. Terror seeped into the detectives as they looked over at the other six unopened metal drums. Part 2. Investigation and Manhunt The remaining drums revealed six more bodies, all naked and strangled like the first. Detective Nagi first telegrammed the military to arrest Bella Kiss if he wasn't already dead, and then turned his attention to Mrs. Jakobek, arresting her, unsure of whether to believe her claims of innocence. Although she was later cleared of being an accomplice, through questioning, Mrs. Jakobek revealed she remembered when the metal drums were delivered. To Detective Nagi's horror, she claimed there to have been more than just seven drums. The detectives searched the countryside around the home and discovered another 17 buried drums, each containing another body. In total, 24 bodies had been found, including that of Marie Kiss and her lover, Paul Bakari. The bodies had apparently been strangled to death and then drained of their blood before being stuffed in the metal drums. The detectives were unable to determine what Bella did with the blood of his victims, but the act gave Bella Kiss another nickname, the Vampire of Sinkota. Mrs. Jakobek also led the detectives to a hidden room in the home that she was instructed by Bella to never enter. In this windowless room, the detectives found piles of books on poison and strangulation, and over 150 letters from various women answering Bella's ad in the newspaper, some going as far back as 1903. Included in the letters were multiple marriage proposals and a photo album of at least 74 women interested in meeting with Bella, who was using the name Hoffman. Many of the women in the album were later matched with the bodies that were found. Detective Nagai concluded Bella wasn't just killing these women, but also conning them into giving him their life savings. If they became a problem or ran out of money, he would bring them to his home to kill them. There were even two women who attempted to initiate court proceedings against Bella for fraud, but eventually disappeared, causing the cases to be dismissed. With Bella at the front lines of the war, and possibly even dead, the detectives could do nothing but wait for the military to make contact with them. Just four months later, a Serbian hospital sent a message to Detective Nagi confirming Bella Kiss was still alive, and a current patient. Nagi rushed to the hospital, reaching it by nightfall, only to find a dead man in Bella's bed, and Bella Kiss nowhere to be found. The monster of Sinkota had escaped. Tips continued to come in for years, but none proved credible until in 1919, someone spotted a man fitting Bella's description in Budapest. The man was in the same place several women had gone missing when they were spotted with Bella under the name Hoffman back in 1914. Once again, the police were too late and Bella escaped. In 1924, a soldier of the French Foreign Legion went to his superior officers to complain about a fellow legionnaire who would often brag about his proficiency with killing by strangulation. The legionnaire's name was Hoffman, and he matched the description of Bella Kiss. By the time the Hungarian police received the tip from the officers, the suspected Bella Kiss had deserted and disappeared once again. Rumors soon began to swirl of Bella Kiss emigrating to the United States, 
specifically New York City. Detectives were on high alert and given sketches of his appearance. One detective, Henry Oswald, had gained the reputation of having an almost perfect memory of faces, and on one fateful day in 1932, in Times Square, Henry believed he spotted Bella. Henry rushed towards the now over 60-year-old Bella, but was quickly overwhelmed by the crowds in and around Times Square. Before he knew it, Bella was once again gone. The rumors of Bella in New York City continued for years. Finally, in 1936, a credible sighting was picked up by the police. A janitor in a building on 6th Avenue was thought to be Bella, but once again, the man disappeared before police could arrive. There were no further sightings of Bella Kiss. The details of his crime are also somewhat shrouded in mystery. Most of the documents outlining the case no longer exist, and the terror the monster of Cinco de inflicted is mostly remembered with varying details. The rumors of his immigration to the United States, and even the sightings after the war, were never truly confirmed. In the end, we may never know how many victims the monster of Cinco de claimed. 24 bodies were found near his home, but if he truly did survive all those years after the war, what are the chances he never killed again. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters. If you have any myth, mysteries, or monsters you'd like us to cover, send an email to mythsmysteriesmonsters at gmail.com. My name is Hector. Script and research is done by E.L. Soto. Sources are in the show notes for further reading. Subscribe, rate, and review. And remember, always look behind you. <laughs>